This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Muck Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Muck Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Muck Delivery, just like Leicester City this season. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the main event of the evening. 60 minutes of football fun and banter with Chris and Lester Till I Die TV. Are you ready? Ready? Let's get ready Strap yourself in because we're set up, switched on, and ready to go. This is your host, Chris. No, God, please, no, no! I know, I'm sorry, but he's cheap and available. How rude. Right, Chris. Good evening, how the devil are we all? It is Match Week 20, and this is the preview and prediction show. 
And, well, with your prediction, Leicester are going to lose. Good night. Thanks for watching, Leicester. I jest. I jest, of course, but it feels like that at the moment. It feels like that. Um, oh, Anthony's in. Um, his team's winning, and he had a good week last week. But I think I think Brad's got something to say to you, uh, Anthony. Um, but uh, it was, he said it's great being on last week with Steve. So he didn't like being on with me. Cheers, mate. Thanks very much. <laughs> you joke. Look, he didn't come in last week. He was doing other things, bless him. Um, he's back. It's Brad. Brad, good evening, sir. How the devil good are you? Good evening, sir. Uh, I'm doing all right. Um, yeah, I'm doing all right. How are you doing, mate? I'm doing very, very well. Uh, Anthony's saying here, Brad, uh, you got some good points this uh, this week, the most you've ever scored, I think. Yeah, but you still couldn't beat Chris. You didn't tell me that part, did you, with your big points? No, well done, mate. Well done. <laughs> uh, Shane is in. Anthony is also in. Good evening to you both. And, of course, he's in. It's Steve. Good evening, sir. How the devil are you? Fine, thanks, mate. Sorry, I, I was in trouble with my phone, so I couldn't get in earlier. No, 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 that is fine. That is fine. And we know, you know, you know, sometimes you're working late and what have you. So, uh, um, have you had a good week? Yeah, so, mate, work to death. Well, always. Uh, West Brom are winning tonight. I know, that's a shock. Yeah, almost well, as much as a shock as, as Wigan winning. <laughs> 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 Sorry if any Colo Tory fans are in. Um, <laughs> Brad, <laughs> Anthony says, was that you in Cornwall? <laughs> it might have been. It might have been. I don't remember agreeing to the video. <laughs> oh, you don't know who's, uh, who's videoing you. But Ted, quick, uh, quick shout out where people can find you, sir. Uh, you can find me on Twitter. Best place to get hold of me. Uh, my Twitter handle's at Full Time Focus. And if you like um, top 10 videos, stuff like that, then check me out on YouTube. The link's on my Twitter, so you can click it there. But it's top 10 battles. And, yeah, I'm also running a football quiz inside that. So if you like quizzes and you like football, go and check it out. Because that's what I was busy doing on a Wednesday when I had uh, Anthony had to step in for me. Indeed. And if you like quizzes where the quiz master hasn't got the answers prepared... Brad's your man. <laughs> I am. Hey. And uh, Steve, um, of course, we swear every week, but end of the month, you've got your own clothing range coming out. Yep. Looking forward to it. So uh, hopefully things touch wood will go nice. Yeah. Foxy 7. Foxy 7, yeah. Foxy 7 clothing. Indeed. What 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 uh, what range have you got? Or oh, you Got a lot of range, uh, ladies, women, uh, women's, uh, kiddies, men's. Um, it's for everybody. It's not just uh, sports people. You know. There uh, you go, Anthony. Uh, He's doing ladies wear. You'd be all right. 
that was for Anthony Herbert, by the way, not for Anthony just West. Oh, right, okay. <laughs> she <laughs> out, uh, before the other Anthony. Oh, I can't have two. Can't have two Anthony's in the chat. I'm going to get well confused. But hey, yeah. look, it, it, it is the prediction show, and I have got to mention last week because. Um, Ant was getting very, very hyper about the fact that he got a lot of results right. But as you quite rightly said, Brad, he still didn't win. He came second. But, well, Steve, um, <laughs> I was going to say it was a good week all round, but I'm not sure. Um, I'm, sure I'm sure you're sticking the wrong ones down for me. I'm sure you are. <laughs> Oh, watch them back. It'll help with my watch hours as well. But play them back and just check. I'm going to check a bunch of them today. <laughs> we all got uh, Fulham to beat Chelsea. Uh, we all got the score right. Uh, Villa beating Leeds, we all went for. United to beat City. Uh, that was where you started to go wrong for you, Steve. Um and the game with Brighton and Liverpool, although they are winning tonight 1-0. West Brom just gone 2-0 up against Chesterfield in the Cup. Everton-Southampton, none of us saw that coming. Or Forest beating Leicester, for that matter. Although I think we probably did see it coming, Brad. We just didn't want to admit it, did we? Yeah, yeah, I'm afraid. Um, Wolves beating West Ham was another one uh, we didn't see. We all guessed uh, Brentford to beat Bournemouth. Uh you got one right, we didn't, um, Steve. Chelsea beating Palace. Um, oh, well, then, yeah. Newcastle, Fulham, we all went right with that one, but just didn't get the score right. And all Spurs, Arsenal, well, even the Arsenal fan didn't think um, uh, that, uh, um, that, that Arsenal would win. But the the bloody the bloody Arsenal they could have they could have conceded one so they got an extra couple of points typical bloody Arsenal never do what you expect them <laughs> to do um, but these are this week's games um, uh, that we're going to be looking at we've got a, a couple of extra ones tomorrow night Palace Man United Thursday uh, Man City Spurs uh, Liverpool Chelsea on Saturday along with Bournemouth Forest Leicester host Brighton God help us. Um, Southampton, Aston Villa, West Ham, Everton. Wow, that is a real six-pointer. Uh, Palace, Newcastle um, is in there. And then on the Sunday, Leeds, Brentford, City, Wolves and Arsenal, Man United. Um, Anthony's just saying he had Southampton to win. No, I'd got you down as Everton to win, mate. I've got you down as Everton to win. Um, we'll go back and check that. But, uh, you know, he's, he's a typical Arsenal, bad loser. Bad loser. Nippon's in. Good evening, Nippon. How are you? I hope you are well, sir. I uh, don't know what's happening with Chelsea this season. But I was just showing this to you, Brad, before we came live. Um, when we look at the form and we say, well, they've won, you know, two of the last six or whatever, We've only played four games since we've come back. And this is the bottom of the form table, um, which I will bring up here. There we go. Uh, since the World Cup, Bournemouth are bottom. Leicester are 19th. We are, we are literally 
two goals better off than Bournemouth, who are bottom with no points. West Ham, Everton, Leeds, Palace, Southampton, all above us. I mean, Steve, time's got to be running out, hasn't it? Well, I've heard a lot and I've seen a lot about the, the Leicester thing. And, you know, the players that we were praising last year or the year before are the same players. And I feel because there's so many of them underperforming, I don't think, you know, we can carry on blaming Rodgers to a certain extent. I think they've got to start looking at the souls. It's just that there's no passion. There's no passion. There's no leadership. Um, you don't see anybody falling out with each other. You don't see anybody kicking anybody up the air, up in the air. The fans just want to see passion. We, like I said you know, last week or the week before, if you give everything and you lose, they can they can put up with that. But if you're turning up every week and you're not doing it every week, you know, you can't keep blaming Rogers. You've got to start saying, hang on a minute, you've got to start looking at the players and find mm-hmm. out why, why, why they're not doing it. Because, you know, it's there for everyone to see. There's, there's no passion right the way through the team from the goalkeeper right through to the striker. Brad, I mean, I understand that, but I put a poll out um, earlier on um, uh, who's to blame for the current situation. Uh, the players, the manager, or top and the board. Uh, 32% said it was Brendan, 26% said it was the players, and 42% uh, said it was top and the board. Um, I'm sure that will change as it goes as it goes through the weekend, but it's still to me you know on whose door does it say manager you know if the players aren't playing if they're you know not motivated whose job is it to motivate them the problem is lesser in that part there is for other teams when they go for a transitional period because People are panicking as well. Is made is not made easier when you look at the fact that throughout that team, there was a lot of uncertainty about their futures. Let alone anything else. We've got eight. What was it? Eight players. That whether they're supposed to be only squad and rotation players, or are meant to actually be in the starting eleven, we'll never find out because they're always injured all the time and happen to play. But we've now got to that point where four or five home players have cottoned on that they've kind of been kept around because they're, because they're only needed now. But the feeling they're getting is as soon as so-and-so and so-and-so is fit, they'll be back on the bench, aren't bothering with new contracts for whatever reason. Yeah, I feel like the glam at Leicester has worn off and now these players are saying, well, yeah, but if I do sign another two-year contract that or a three-year deal... You're probably trying to sell me in the summer. Mm. And I don't want to be used like that. So I want to be able to play football. And if I can do that next summer guaranteed by running down my contract, then I want stability. I want something more than just the wage you're trying to offer me. And people might say it's an excuse, but these players will, that's, that's what they're entitled to do. Players will sit on the bench at Manchester City. Um, because of the money, but they won't sit on the bench necessarily at Leicester, Steve. But again, surely, if you know, and I, it's a very good point that Brad's making. And if those players feel, um, you know, un, underappreciated, again, that's down to one person, isn't it? 
that's a good point. Yeah, you, you know, um, if you have got a squad of twenty six players, you've got to use the twenty six players. Mm. You've got to make them feel. And I think, um, yeah, you've got to be like that because the players who are not playing, I was in the same boat sometimes in, in my career that you have to dangle a carrot. You have to, you know, there has to be something there for you. And if there's nothing there for you, you will gladly, under the, the modern times, just sit there and get you whatever it is, 50 grand, 100 grand, 200 grand a week. But um, that, that's another thing, you know. Um, I think it's starting to get out of hand now with, uh, with the money. And, you know, if I wanted to buy a house, they wouldn't let me have a, a three million pound house if I'm only earning 20, 30 grand a year. And I think now the way people are, you know, expecting clubs to throw millions and millions, it's only the people, you know, who's got billions that can do it, but they won't do it all the time. And you can't keep having to go at the Leicester board because they have mm. pumped it loads and loads and loads of money. And you, it's, you can't keep have that tap running. You can't. You have to sometimes say, put the brakes on. Because, mm. you know, they don't get big crowds. So, no. And they're not getting they're not getting the money they were last time because they're, they're not up towards the top of the league. So you, you know, there's got to be a bit of patience patience showed somewhere yeah. um, for, to, to move on. I mean, Brad, it's a good again, another good point that Steve makes there. You know, that the board have obviously, you know, the back the club and back the managers that have been in with, with, with signings, whether they've been good or bad. But again, it's the board that offers contracts out. And, you know, as Andrew said there, you know, we've got players that are on £800,000 a week that in reality are probably only forty, fifty thousand pounds £50,000 a week players. The, yeah, but the problem is, is you have to remember, every club that makes this tries to make this transition from the club that's not allowed to hang with the big boys and, the, you know, not allowed in the VIP section and Sky and BT and all that, have to muscle their way in. It's all right saying, oh, well, these players aren't worth a hundred grand a week. I'm not saying then that they are. There's certainly some I'd look at and go, you know, even in the world of football, I'm looking at them earning that and thinking, okay, we're not. But we're, we were also Leicester that were suddenly out of nowhere. You know, any wrestling fans, like, like an RKO from Randy Orton, we came out of absolute nowhere and suddenly we were competing at the highest level in the Champions League. We were getting far and, and, and even sometimes winning silverware with the FA Cup. And all of a sudden, Leicester were maybe compensating and getting rewarded for their scouting that they were able to afford to kind of push the boat and try and spend 80k, 100k a week, like these Chelsea's, Liverpool's, especially <coughs> Man City's and Newcastle's now um, are doing. It was a little taster for us. And... You also have to remember that where these clubs went through their downfall, we were all taking the piss. I know it's still happening at Spurs, which is great. At least one club's sticking through to be a band FC. But look where Arsenal have got that journey from. They couldn't spend for a lot of transfer windows because they concentrated on the infrastructure, whether that was moving stadium for these two clubs that I mentioned, because obviously they're far richer and can do that more. But they went through that transition period. I think Leicester are just suffering from it now. That's why these players had the wages they were on because Leicester went, got to convince the player, haven't you? At the end of the day, we, we were still seen as a little Leicester despite what we were doing. 
So mm. some players maybe needed their agent talking to. It's a whole different game, like Steve says, from when he was actually kicking the ball. There was a bit more decency and honesty about what they wanted and paid and lived on. Now it's just like, well, actually, Leicester might be better because they want to pay me a million pounds just to sit down and get you here. And Chelsea yeah. only want to pay me 300 grand. You know, it's semantics as well that go into right. the games for contract as well. Right. Well, yeah, I mean... <laughs> we could talk about less draw night, and let's be honest with you. If we, yeah, yeah. We are we do doing it. a prediction show? <laughs> I say, we would, but no, 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 no. It, 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 it's it's good to talk, as uh, somebody yeah, says. Yeah, but, it's nice, uh, but yeah. it's a case of you yeah, know, another let, thing. Is, another thing as well, mate, is look at Brentford, look at Fulham. Yeah, you know they're not throwing the money about, but look at look at look how they're playing this year. So, but yeah, you just, you know, yeah, but then you just, you just wonder with Brentford. Yeah. I'm going to say with Brentford and Fulham, they are three, four years behind us. Fulham are, are probably even further behind us in, in the scheme of things. And, you know, it's their first season up, Fulham. And I, I, mean, I, I was on, on a show earlier on Jack's channel, and I said it'd be interesting to see how the likes of Fulham get on because... They've almost, this season's been almost perfect for clubs like Fulham, uh, like Brighton, because they had the start, then they had a nice little break for the World Cup, and now they've come back and they've carried on where they left off. Let's see how these clubs do, especially like the Fulhams, when they've got 19 games now every single week, and see whether, you know, how they do with injuries, if they've got the big squads to compete. But look, that's what we're here to predict, Steve. That is what we are here to predict. And... The first game up, well, what can I say? Straight into one of your favourite teams. Anthony says VAR says Brad is going to get five points this weekend. What I'm going to do, I'm going to, Anthony, you put your votes in, you know, your score predictions in, and we'll see how you do against Brad. We'll have a little <laughs> separate competition this week. Brad, <laughs> Brad versus his apprentice. <laughs> can, you get, can you get him to do more as well? <laughs> <laughs> No, because I'm quite happy that you're where you are. You're only the one making me look good. <laughs> Anthony, you're fired. Right, let's get have a go at this. I'm not sure how this is going to work, but let's just see. We've got some information up here. Um, let me realise that I've not actually got the right one up, first of all. Um, Crystal Palace, Manchester United. I did have the right one up. That's the first game Wednesday tomorrow night, eight o'clock kickoff on the TV. Um, facts: There, Man United have won their last five matches. Uh, there has there have been over two and a half goals scored in five out of Man United's last six Premier League games, and Crystal Palace have seen under two point five goals in their last three home matches. Um, Five, five goals you can see there for um, Palace in these meetings, seven for United. Uh, United won the, the, the meeting uh, back in July 3-1. Um, uh, but Palace beat Manchester United before that. Um, but you, you, you've got to say Manchester United, uh, Steve, are on a great run at the moment with everything that's going on at the club. Yeah, um, I was one of their biggest uh, critics uh, last year, saying that you know they were all playing like um, individuals. But now he's got him. Uh, he's got him firing all on all cylinders. They're starting to play like the old Man United and playing as a team. 
But I just think that Crystal Palace need to um, revise all the rules in the book now and find out what's, what's offside, what's not offside. Because, you know, you're getting to to the point where everybody knows what offside or whatever is now. But going back to Man United, I can see him winning this easily, uh, the way they're playing at the moment. They're getting goals from all over the pitch. They're looking sharper. Um, I think with the midfield and the forwards playing so well, it's taking the pressure off the back four and it's making the back four look good. But if Palace do what they usually do, uh, a counter-attack, they might get a goal or two, but I can see Man United win this 3-0. 3-0 to Man United. Um, looking at the form there, uh, Brad, and I, I've been impressed with Man United this season. I don't think they will, will go ahead and win it, but I didn't think they'd be doing as well because of it being the transition season for them. Ten Hag coming in and you know having to get, put his own stamp on the club. I thought this would be more sort of next season for them. But you've got to say, he what he is doing, he's doing well. You know, they've won the last five games. And do you know what? Ronaldo, was was getting rid of him maybe a master... Well, not obviously, they hadn't necessarily planned it. But could that really have turned their season round now they've got rid of him? Oh, it definitely has. And let's face it, Ronaldo's been destructive... Not just on the pitch, unfortunately, off the pitch for the last three, four years. Mm. You know, he's probably he's one of them where you look at and go, yeah, he might have scored a load of goals, but unfortunately for for the rest of his teammates, Ronaldo sees himself and the other ten made up of his ego when he's on the pitch. It, it was the best decision he made. It's almost like they needed a competent manager that had a backbone to kind of go, right, off you go, Dad. Kick the drama out the door. Yeah. And, and, and it's worked wonders for him. He, he obviously has the respect for the players because I think if anyone else would have fumbled it over the line to get Ronaldo out of the club, they could have done it embarrassingly and got it got it wrong. And I think it's, it's clearly worked in a favour. Look at their form. I think under any other manager you know, over in recent years, We've been looking at maybe Palace nicking this, but I'm, I'm with Steve on this, and, I, and I'm matching them for the score as well. I, I can't see anything other than a big result from Manchester United. I mean, the good news for Palace fans is it's a bit more exciting football under Vieira. The bad news fans for Palace fans is it's still Crystal Palace that play it because they're just, they look like a team that's set for 14th already. It looks like they've spent got a new manager in, spent a bit of money to basically stay where they were. Um, yeah. I mean, Edward, maybe we uh, we, 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 we uh, got away with one there. Because we were linked with him, weren't we? Yeah, definitely. I mean, but then you could argue that, you know, Rogers loves more playing one up front instead of using all the best out of two strikers. So maybe Edward on his own. You don't know what he might have done on Leicester. He might have been, he might have fitted right in with our goal scoring this season. Um, but um, yeah, I, I don't think he'd have done much worse. No. Um, Luton just equalised against Wigan. Uh, you can see that coming. Um, so what score did you go for, Brad? Uh, I, I'd say with Steve, I'm going for. Three, three nil. Nil. I mean, for me, it was a huge, a huge statement when um, they beat 
City at the weekend. I mean, it was a real derby weekend, three derbies. Um, you know, they, they got walloped earlier in the season. I think that they conceded six United. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, and I think it probably says a little bit more about Manchester City than it does against, than it does um, Manchester United. Uh, like Steve said, you know, the, the, the equalising goal, you could argue whether it was or it wasn't. Was he interfering with play? I think I think most fans would turn around and say, how the hell was he not interfering with play? Um, I would, but let's face it, if that was Leicester, we'd be saying, no, it wasn't. <laughs> it definitely wasn't play. It was, it was, you know, a goal. So, got to go. He got fair play to them. Um I can't see Palace getting anything here at all, like you said. Um, and I'm going to go... I want to be different to you, but can I see United scoring four goals? You know what? Yes, I'm going to go 4-0. Go Got four him, nil. Steve. I think Got him. Uh, <laughs> it was four it was four or two and I thought bugger it this is Palace you know um, Anthony has gone 2-0 uh, so he has gone the other way um, maybe that I should have I should have gone for 2-0 maybe and agreed because Anthony did well last week uh, Andrew's gone 3-0 United um, Shane has gone 2-0 United um, Palace away should be 2-0 United who will beat them uh, on this Form uh, Nippon's then where is it? Yeah, I think David's answered you then. Uh, and he's gone 4 2 to Manchester United, a, a goal fest there for uh, <laughs> for Nippon. Um, right, so that was our first game, which is tomorrow night, like I say, as you can see there at eight o'clock. Uh, and it is on obviously, it is on TV on Thursday. We've got Manchester City versus Tottenham Hotspur again on telly. Uh, these are games obviously that were cancelled pre World Cup. Um, eight o'clock kickoff. Steve, I mean, Tottenham there, as you can see, um, well, Man City have seen two and a half goals in 12 of their last 14 home matches. Uh, Tottenham have conceded at least two goals in eight of their last nine matches. Um, when you look at it there, let's say six goals scored by. Man City, eight by Tottenham. Tottenham won this earlier in the season, well, back in February. Um, oh, no, that was that was last season. Sorry, Tottenham, they beat Man City 3-2. Um, Tottenham beat Man City 1-0. So the last couple of games have gone Spurs way. Before that, they went Man City way. Two out-of-form teams, though, Steve. Well, for the one, I'm glad you know that they're out of form because they they deserve every week. But I think with City, I think a lot of clubs are getting to um, to know how City play. Mm. City won't City won't change the, the the way they play. But all I can say about City is they need to do it faster. Uh, they're passing the ball around in front of in front of teams, and they're not getting the penetration like they used to before. So I think they need to just carry on what they're doing, but do it at a faster pace and then um, just rattle Tottenham you've only got to start niggling at Tottenham and their game goes completely uh, you saw it at Arsenal you you saw it again every week as soon as the decisions go against them there's 10 players around the, around the referee so if Man City can 
play a bit nastier in, in their play. I can see they should have been 3 0. Mm. And your score prediction? 3 0 to uh, Man City. 3 0. Oh, 3 0 Man City. Right. Brad, you can see there. I mean, of this fixture, the last um, six meetings, 67% of it has gone Tottenham's way with four victories. Yeah, they've been somewhat of a bogey team for, for Man City. I do find it ironic that a team that had no out-and-out striker the season before, everybody thought that was strange and that was going to cost them the league and end up winning the league. And now they've become a team that's so heavily reliant on a stri- on their striker that it's starting to affect the rest of them because they've been dropping points nearly as casually as Liverpool recent form. So that's a scary way to drop points mm. this season. We'll, we'll get on to them. But I tell you what, I know I know they're the bogey team, but the way Spurs are playing at the moment. This is the sort of tonic you need if you're Man City. Because if you're ever going to get something on track and get something going, this is the Spurs side you want to be playing. Because there's about Spurs fans are all saying it. They're, they're back to their awful ways with Conte and everything that's gone on at their club. Um, I'm going to say that Man City end their hoodoo, but it's going to be a scrappy way of doing it. I'm going to go 2-1 Man City. 2-1 to Man City. I don't know if either of you saw the, 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 the North London derby. I mean, they only started playing when they were 2 0 down. And that seems to be the story of their season. They keep giving teams the chance, you know, to go ahead. Brentford 2 2 recently. Um, they went 2 0 ahead. And they just seem to like giving teams, you know, that lead and then and coming back. Um, I, I'm disappointed with Tottenham this season. Uh, as you can see there, Tottenham are 11th in the form table. Manchester City are 10th in the form table. But you summed it up, Brad, when you said that this was going to be, um, uh, you know, who Man City would want to play given, you know, that they're in recent form. Tottenham have got a habit, though, when you look at their games, lost one, drawn, lost one, lost. They can't put a run together. Uh, but every time they've lost a game, they do seem to have come back and got something. I'm going to go... I'm going to go for Desmond. I was thinking, he was, I was thinking Chris is going to go for Desmond saying this. Yes, um, I, think, I, think, I think I'm going to go for a Desmond. Um, so David, uh, David's gone Man City 3, Spurs 1. Um, surely not three losses in a row. He's got well. You, <laughs> this season, anything could happen. Um, Shane's gone three-one to Tottenham to Man City as well. Uh, Nippon <laughs> Nippon says obviously always a conspiracy theory with Nippon. I think Tottenham will throw this game away and prevent Arsenal from winning the league. Uh, Man City 2-1 says, oh, sorry, Earl Anthony's agreed with me. He's gone for a Desmond as well, as has indeed Andrew. He's gone 2-2 uh, as well. So we then um, come on to the, the weekend games. We're actually then um, ending up on Saturday. 
Saturday morning. BT Sport, let me just bring the first game up here. And it is Liverpool versus Chelsea. Uh, there has been over two and a half goals scored in uh, Liverpool's last seven games. Uh, there have been under two and a half goals scored in six of Chelsea's last seven Premier League games. Um, as you can see there, of the last six games, Chelsea have only won one of these. Uh, three of them have gone to Liverpool and two of them have been draws. The last couple have been nil-nils. Wow. <laughs> that's a bit uh, that's a bit concerning. Uh, Form-wise, Liverpool sat in eighth, Chelsea in twelfth. I mean, neither of these teams, Steve, are having a good season. No, I think, um, you know, if it was last year, you'd have been back in Liverpool all the way. But, um, you know, I think um, watching Liverpool, they're not the same Liverpool. Watching Chelsea, he still hasn't found his right formation. I don't think that's his team at the moment. You know, he needs to put his stamp on that. So they're hard to predict. And um, I think this will be a low-scoring game. I think it'll either be a nil-nil or a one-each. Um, so I'm going to I'm going to go for one all. You go for one all, Brad. I've said this a few times. If Klopp would was at Chelsea, uh, or possibly um, you know, another one of the top six clubs, he would have been sacked by now on this form. He's had land of one good season where. They won everything. I mean, if they'd been, you know, if they'd been in a who can piss highest up the wall competition that season, they would have won it. Um, Chelsea in their last game scraped a victory. Um, new signings are not going to be playing for another three games because he was sent off. Can you see either side of these coming out on top? I only see one out of the two of them. If I'm picking one, because I'm, I'm trying to stay away from the dreaded draw. Because it'll just be so boring a game to watch, won't it? If it's like nil-nil, but I feel like it could be one of them games. But I mean, Liverpool are winning tonight in the FA Cup away at Wolves. Um, oh, oh, no, 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 no! Thanks for that information, <laughs> Christian. Thanks for reminding me that. Thanks for reminding me that. Right, Chelsea going to win two-nil. And I want a bonus point if that happens. If Klopp gives an excuse and says he's tired from the FA Cup. <laughs> if they lose I guarantee you Chelsea win 2-0 and he'll make an excuse about uh, banning uh, scrapping replays because his players were tired we could not do two games <laughs> uh, this is the replay isn't it so actually this goes could go to extra time and penalties um, I can't believe that we are actually um, looking at a ninth versus tenth position game here. Um, it's a night, it's all over again. Niffin says, You serious, Brad? Um, uh, he also said, El Bantirico. Yep, yeah, okay. Um, do you know what, though? I I was quite hoping, I think I said to you, Brad, that Chelsea were going to lose. The, was it Pep Palace they played, I think, the other day, didn't they, when they won 1-0? Uh, um, and then we could maybe have got Potter. But I think he's still the wrong manager for them. You know, there's so many rumours that he's not picking the players that they're buying. And he's been interviewed and asked about these players. And he's saying, well, I don't know because I've not bought him. 
Um, I just, I, I, I've got to agree, and I've written it down already. I've agreed with that, Steve. I've gone one-one as well. Um, so let's have a look what everybody's going. I forgot to write Anthony's down for Man City Tottenham. He went, he went two-two, same as me. Okay, let's have a look. Um, where are we? Let's catch up. Um, Anthony's he's gone one-one again. Liverpool, Chelsea, one-one. Anthony's got his own personal fence down there. <laughs> Liking these draws. Um, write that one down. Um, Andrew's gone two-one to Chelsea. Shane has gone one-nil to Liverpool. Um, Shane has. Um, oh, hang on. Oh, you're saying it's full time? Oh, was that full time in the FA? Oh, I think it means in the, yeah, in the cup game. Ah, God, is it that time? Yeah, it's or... just, come, just come up on my thing saying Liverpool uh, through. I, I, I thought you were going to go 1 0 then, Shane, but he had actually gone here 3 2. Another goal fest predicted there. Um, and David's gone, could be any score, going for a Desmond 2 2. So there we go. Um, and Nissan's gone for a 2 2 as well. So everybody, virtually, bar you, Brad, has gone for the draw. I know, <laughs> right? Everybody's, everybody's looking at Desmond for this game. Yeah. <laughs> now, Steve, um, let's have a look at the next game. We've got Southampton taking on Aston Villa. Uh, Villa have won three of the six uh, meetings, but then so have. Um, so have um, Southampton. Villa had 11 players booked. So there's a bit of a, a, a booking fest on, on this fixture. Seven goals scored by Southampton, nine by uh, um, Villa. Uh, on a form basis, you know, Villa up in fifth, got a good manager in, is getting a tune out those players. Look at Southampton, though. I mean, they're in 18th, but they've lost, 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 lost one. And they beat Man City in the Caribou Cup, which is obviously Pep's, you know, favourite competition. Are they are they turning it around, Southampton? Nathan Jones didn't get immediately get the new manager bounce, but is he now sort of slowly, slowly going to change things down on the South Coast? I don't know, to be honest. I think I cannot read Southampton at all, uh, even with the old manager, the new manager. Uh, you know, there's no grey area. I don't think they're either crap or, or, they're, or they're good. And uh, it all depends on the day. But um, I think Villa now, they can't play with a bit of steel. So uh, it'll be hard for them. But uh, it's hard to call this one. So I know I'm doing all draws tonight, but I, I think it's going to be another draw. And I'm going to go for um, I'm going to go for a nil nil. A nil nil. Um, okay, bear with me. So, Jim Villa going nil nil. Um, Brad, where's the Southampton come from? The Southampton <laughs> look like one of the most uninspiring teams this season. And, and one of them teams that we started to sort of whisper and talk about as that team that stays around and you kind of just get sick of seeing them a little bit. Yeah. And after Ralph and all that, and the way this manager, you know, kept the 
sinking ship going downwards, it seemed. And then they go and beat Man City and then they do a job over Frank Lampard, which which made me smile, I've got to admit. Um, not to Everton, everybody knows that, it's just with Frank Lampard. So, um, yeah, for, for me, to see them get a result... Frank for Leicester. I won't go on this time if you keep singing that. That's bad. That's bad language and abusive language. It should have a 50 rating and not an 18. Should, no, stop it now. But I'm anyway, sorry. Sorry, <laughs> fin- 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 so anyway, I threw, threw myself up there. Um, but I don't know. I just feel like they, I don't know if he, he's t- going to turn a corner, but I feel like they're going to hit a nice little enjoyable bump in the road. And I'm, I'm, I'm going to go for a little bit of a shock here, I think, given the form book they're in. But I'm, I'm going to let Southampton ride them and he wave it. I think they're going to nick this one 1-0. One 1-0. Nil. One nil. Okay. Well, like I say, um, on uh, overall um, positioning, um, you can see there, Villa are 11th, Southampton 20th. So on, on the home form for Southampton, they've only um, won one of nine. Uh, games and you can see their home form there isn't particularly brilliant. The away form for Villa, um, drawn, drawn, lost, lost, won, won. I just think that that you know, Ebening uh, <laughs> is getting it. I think he, I think he's a good signing for by Villa to go out and get him. To be honest with you, uh, I I think they're going to be safe um, for the whole season. I'm going to go 1-0 as well, but I'm going to go the other way, Brad. I'm going to go 1-0 um, to Aston Villa and give it a uh, a full a full house of things. So a draw, uh, a 1-0 to Southampton and a 1-0 to Villa. Let's see what everybody else says. Nippon has gone 2-1 to Villa. Uh, Ant's gone Brad like Lampard as a player, but not as a manager. Uh, he loves him really. It's just you know, there's a thin line between hate and love, isn't there, Steve? And I'm just <laughs> sure that you know Brad's quite worked out that yet. Yeah? I joke, Brad. You know, I love you really. Uh, Southampton two, Aston Villa one. Says Shane. Uh, Nippon says, "Why do you hate Frank Lampard?" We haven't. I mean, that that's another three-hour show there, Nippon. I'll tell you. Um, is the game on the south coast or in the Midlands? Whoever's on the left-hand side, Nippon is the team at home. Um, so a bit of a clue there. Southampton nil, Villa two, says Anthony. Ooh, okay. And David's gone 2-1 to Villa. Um, not a thriller, a 2-1 Villa win, says David. Uh, and Andrew's gone a big four draw. Right, so let's have a look who is next up, um, which is a completely different order to everything I've got them written down in. This, though, Steve, wow. Um, this could be El Sacchio, couldn't it? I mean, you could see both managers going if it, if it's a sort of a, 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 a nil-nil or something like that, but... Surely, I mean, I know uh, Jake from uh, West Ham uh, Unofficial actually did a show the other day because he thought Moyes had actually been sacked because there was a lot of rumours going around. They want him out at West Ham. Um, my worry is if they do get him out, that they might get somebody that we want and, we st- and we're going to be stuck with Brendan. But this, 
this is this is the biggest game for both these teams this season, isn't it? Yep. Um, looking at the reports on you know uh, social media and that, and what happened to the Everton players after the, the last game uh, could be a big factor. It could be either they throw the dummy at the promise say sod the fans, we'll just won't bother, or they might say, "Yep, yeah, fans are right," and you know, step it up. But uh, I think from Moy's point of view, they're at home; they need the points. It'll be hard. I think Everton will play um, play like they you know, stubbornly do till West Ham score, and then after that, you know, you can't see Everton scoring. So yeah. um, I'm going to go for one nil West Ham. One nil to West Ham. I mean, Brad, you look at it there: three wins out of six for West Ham, five for um, uh, Everton. But just look at that. Look, look at the standings there. Eighteenth playing nineteenth. Not one win between them in the last twelve games. You know, six six each. Um, nil. He's got nil nil. Last on match of the day written all over it, hasn't it? Yeah, you're fucking right, and that's why I'm going for it. <laughs> nil nil. It's, this is going to be terrible. I'm sorry, Everton and West Ham fans. I am. This is going to be terrible. This can be painful to watch. And it's only going to be through the sheer ineptability of your guys to finish, you know, your your attacking players to finish the dinner, let alone finish a chance, that it's going to stay nil-nil. This will be very few chances. There'll be glorious opportunities missed. But, yeah, no goals. Yeah. Um, I am agreeing 100% with you this time, Brad. I had it down as a nil-nil. Um I just, I mean, you know, even, even the current form only slightly better than Leicester in the last four games um, post World Cup. Everton are officially, although on the form over the season, they are officially the worst team. I don't know how it's all worked out and what have you, but uh, I did do a show the other day and they said officially they are the worst team. I think they're going down this season. Uh, we're going to be talking more about that on Friday when we do the mid-season review, of course. But no, I'm agreeing with you. This is this is nil nil, and I think both managers are going to be um, having a sleepless night um, this this Saturday. Uh, David though has gone a, a snooze draw, a snooze win to Everton there, one nil. Uh, Shane has gone one nil to West Ham. Um, David says I heard. David Moyes is staying as of now. Of course, David, I always forget West Ham, mate. West Ham fan. And you've gone for an Everton win and you're a West Ham fan. Wow. Um, oh, things that bad. Um, I mean, Brad, would you take David Moyes if he was sacked? Not really, no. No. Okay. There's, there's a reason he gets the bottom end jobs, mate, I'm afraid. He does one surprise season with Everton. I think when he got them into Europe, he did, he's done it with West Ham. And then he took them straight back to struggling, which is what West Ham thought they were out of. And he's, he's, yeah. he's proven that. So, no, not for me. No, I agree. That he has taken them back there. I'm just thinking, isn't this going to be... Oh, West Ham... West, sorry, West Ham. West Brom 4, Steve. Chesterfield no. in the region. Boring. Boring bastards. What's They've got oh, a new manager, though, haven't they? They've got they've got rid of um, Steve. Oh Green. yeah, they got rid of Mr. 
They got r- rid of Mr. Fucking 35 Boyoid Clubs, didn't they? They sacked Steve Bruce. Yeah, I'm just thinking how embarrassing this will be if actually Ambius gets more points than any of us and tops it this week. Oh, God, I, 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 I won't speak to him again if he does that. Um, right, so um, Bournemouth, Nottingham Forest, uh, Steve. Um, Saturday, three o'clock kickoff. Um, Forest have only won one of six of the last ones, uh, four of six to Bournemouth. Obviously, most of these were, in fact, uh, um, apart from the last one where Bournemouth won 3-2. And Forest were struggling at the start of the season. I think that was a bit of naivety because Bournemouth had been in the Premier League before and, you know, Forest let the lead slip. Um, but most of these games, like I say, were obviously in, in, in the lower divisions. Um, Forest sat in 13th, um, you know, won well, won three of the last six there. Bournemouth started badly with um, old Scott Parker in charge, got rid of him after the 9 0 hammering. The new guy came in, um, did well, got the job, and they're sliding down the table. Um, pains me to say it, but I am going here for a from personally a 2 0. Forest win. What about yourself, Steve? Uh, I was going to say exactly the same, mate. Um, I think Forest were playing the same way that Newcastle were when uh, Eddie O first took over, and that you know they were struggling. I think they're going to have a little mini run now. They're not going to go right the way up the table, but I think they're going to start beating the, the teams around them or picking up points uh, around them. So I think they'll they'll climb up two or three places, and. You know, there again, it's a, it's a confidence thing. They're finding, you know, a bit of form. So, yeah, I'm going to go for a 2 0 win as well. Full house, uh, Brad? No, I refuse to do it again. I'm not doing it. I'm I'm better. I'm just going to admit it. I'm better now because it's not, it's not, I can't even have a laugh at Forest being below us anymore. So, just put me down for a Bournemouth 2 0 win, please, and just, just to leave it there. Just, 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 <laughs> you know, I'm not. Every week, Brad, you are slowly, slowly turning into Steve Linux. <laughs> I am. I am. I'm, I'm using it on the smarter teams to turn into Steve Linux. Unfortunately for Steve, he's got a grudge against Arsenal and they keep winning games when he doesn't want them to. I, I am I am resisting this, but you've you've been pulled into under his spell, Brad. Brad, <laughs> for me if you, if you need help and I'll call thy nine nine. Just wait. Uh, yeah, Forest are ninth in the in the form table. Bournemouth are in seventeenth. Um, I mean, they they weren't brilliant. I mean, they beat us, but <laughs> to be honest with you, even the even the Leicester ladies could beat us at the week if they played at the weekend because they won. Um, I just think Bournemouth are just. Yeah, I can see them going down, to be honest with you. Um, Shane has gone 2-0 to Forrest. Uh, Anthony's gone 2-1 to uh, Forrest. Um, David's got, he's going back. Oh, oh, so we've only got the two predictions for that game. So Anthony's gone 2-1. Shane has gone 2-0, both of those to Forrest. Oh, David's come in at the end. Um, 2-0 to Forrest as well. He agrees with us too, Steve. Um, I don't really want to talk about this. 
I really don't want to talk about this. No, we're only doing nine this week. You said you said we're going to tell Steve we can have we can save ourselves some misery. He says we're going to do this game. You promised, Chris. Don't go back on your word now. <laughs> I did, didn't I? <laughs> yeah. We'll jump this game. Nobody will notice. Um, <laughs> this, I've got to be honest with you, this is going to be embarrassing. Um, and I mean, we we got embarrassed at their place earlier in the season, didn't we? Um, we've won three of the last six, though. They've won two of the last six with the one draw. 5-2 last time, and I know it was the start of the season and we were losing, well, like now, to everybody, but badly losing. You know, we were leaking goals. But, you know, FaZe came in. Uh, he's now looking a little bit, you know, like his confidence has gone. What he what he could really do with, and a lot of the players could really do with, is a, if only we knew a manager that was known as being a good man manager. If only we had somebody like that. But, you know, it is what it is. Brighton are in seventh, could end up in Europe this season. Uh, Leicester in 14th, but, I mean, two points off the bottom. If results go against us, we could be in the relegation zone again. Um, I'm I'm living in the hope that um, that we sack him before we get to Brighton, Steve. I don't think we will. Well, I'm, I'm taking a lot of blame for this um, because, like, I've been back in Leicester for the last few games and I think I'm going to have to go back to the old uh, reverse psychology and uh, I'm going to go for a 2-0 Brighton win. And then <laughs> Leicester will win there. Very well played, Steve. If we, if we win now, I'm literally going to come <laughs> up to the West Midlands and piss yeah. them on the head. <laughs> <laughs> Steve's back. Yes, all we need him to do now is hate Arsenal. It only, it only took a disastrous season to break him back into his old habits. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, we'll see when we come to the Arsenal game. Um Brad, I mean, it, it, it's embarrassing at the moment, isn't it? I mean, let's just have a look at this. In the form table, well, you saw it earlier. And to be honest with you, I mean, on this one, it says that we are actually 14th. But two of those games are before the World Cup. So I don't even actually count those, if I'm honest with you. Um, Brighton, their last four, one lost, one won. Um, Potter moves on. The magic continues. It would just be so funny and so just in a way, I feel, for, for Brighton and their fans if, if the season ended with them finishing ahead of Chelsea. Um, and I'm yeah. trying to be nice in the hope that they don't destroy us the way I feel like we're going to get destroyed because normally when it comes to Leicester, I'm stuck to in my heart and my head to, to kind of back back Leicester, especially with how things have been this, these days. But my head says about 6-0 Brighton. My heart says only about 3-0 Brighton. Um... But I don't want to. I don't want to tempt fate. I don't want to jinx Steve's reverse psychology here. So I can't go for what my head and heart says. So I'm gonna have to lie through my teeth and say I feel like Leicester can win this game three nil, and just hope that works. Steve goes to that way. I'll go that way. We keep on track. You 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 pick a Leicester win, Chris, and everything goes back to normal. Bugger <laughs> <laughs> off. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I need the points. <laughs> when, I yeah. look at it, 
when I look at some of the ex-footballers, um, they sort of like, well, everybody actually backs Leicester except Ian Marshall, and he always decides, you know, he always goes and gets it right normally. So I'm going to have to start doing what he does. But on home form, Leicester from the last six, we've well, we've won two, but we all know where that was pre-World Cup. Brighton uh, on their away form played six, won three, drawn one. Um, scored 14 goals, but they have conceded 12. But then again, can you see Leicester scoring? Because I can't. <laughs> you know, uh, Barnes has got, I mean, you're right, it was, it was unlucky twice. I actually ended up, I've seen seen his attempts because, uh, of course, my, my link went down when I was doing the watch along. But uh, <sighs> I can't go for a Leicester win. I want to, I want to, but I can't because we shit. <laughs> There's no, <laughs> I can't. I'm not going to say that I want us to lose because I hope you know that will get Brendan the sacks. I never want us to lose, but I just don't think we can win. I'm. Come on, Chris, go three all. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to make a note of that. If it is three all. <laughs> <laughs> um, can we score? That's the question. Not right now. <laughs> I'm okay. That, I mean, uh, I tell you what, I'm gonna have a bit of faith. I'm gonna go 1 1 purely because I can't go against Leicester. As much as I think that Brighton will stuff us. Um, but uh, Geordie's in. Good evening, Jordan. Uh, Geordie, how are you? Welcome along, mate. Uh, Nippon. What? I don't know what you're smoking, mate, but can I have some? Leicester 5, <laughs> Brighton 2. A reverse in the, earlier in the season. Bloody hell, that London air. Jesus. Um, he also went Forest 2, Cherries 0. Brighton run is coming to an end, 3-2 Leicester. Um, please don't let Anthony go for Leicester, because he did. He was the only one that went for Leicester against Forrest. Um, we'll come to that later, Nippon. Uh, Leicester nil, Brighton 5, Shane. Yeah, I mean, I don't think any of us would be surprised, would we? No, sadly. And he's gone 1-3 as uh, Ant. Yes! <laughs> he was like predict he did do what you did, uh, Steve. Predicted Leicester and we lost. Um yeah, nobody's got a lot of hope there for uh, oh Jordan Jordan's gone Leicester one Brighton nil. It, it, it's lovely the fact that everybody here thinks that um everybody who's not a Leicester fan thinks we can beat Brighton, but as Leicester fans don't think we can. Oh. <laughs> we know better. We know better. <laughs> Charles Hello. is in. Good afternoon, Charles. How are you? Uh, she's obviously gone, or he, I do, so I do apologise, I'm presuming there. Um, Charles gone 3-1 to Brighton, and looking at the, obviously the badge that you're displaying there, I'm not surprised. And to be honest with you, I don't blame you either. So, uh, fair, fair point, Charles. Fair I think point. he's generous that he's given us a goal. I think he's, yeah, I think very, very generous. Can I ask everybody that's in the chat, 21 of you in there, if you are new, can you please subscribe to the channel? It would be much appreciated. Um, 
And uh, if you are subscribed, Smeeze, please smash the like button as well. That also helps the channel. Um, now then, <laughs> I've got to say this. A few weeks ago, I thought, you know what? I was, you know, I, I, I'm sort of sat at, sat at home during the day thinking, what can I do? And I thought, I know, I'm going to do some new graphics. And I went through and I made some goal graphics for every player in the squad in case they score. And you know what? Since I did that, we've not scored a goal. So I gotta say, I apologize, guys. I think it might be me. I might be the reason we're not scoring. Because I did those and I haven't had a chance to use them yet. Uh... So next game, moving on very quickly. I think I might do a watch along for um, Bournemouth Forest rather than Leicester Brighton at the weekend. Uh, Palace Newcastle. Um, we were talking Palace earlier, weren't we? Mid season, as always, for them by the look of it. Newcastle, I actually predicted because I, I was on Jack's show earlier, like I said, and we had to predict our top six and our bottom three. I actually predicted Newcastle to come second. And the way that things are going uh, for the Manchester clubs. Um, which way can you see this going, Steve? Only one way, surely. Yep. I like Newcastle. I like the look of Newcastle. Um, the, this Newcastle team is hungry. And I think that's the main thing is uh, they don't go to any ground now going for draws. I think for the style of play, they want to win every game. And I think that's showing because of the season they're having. They're very enjoyable to watch. So, um, I think Newcastle is 2-0. 2-0 to Newcastle. Um, it, it's a bit unfair to look too much at those stats, um, Brad, because as you look at it, I mean, you know, Newcastle from pre um, uh, the new manager was just a different team, weren't they? You know what I mean? <laughs> He's coming. Yeah, yeah. And he's taken players. I mean, I know, I don't know if Geordie will agree with this, but the one I've heard uh, some Newcastle fans talk about, Sean Longstaff, who was absolutely awful, apparently. And I don't know, it's only what I've heard of, I don't know Newcastle that well. Um, and apparently, you know, Eddie Howe's turned him into a brilliant player. Uh, but on form, well, you know, on, on form as it is, uh, Newcastle uh, won four of their last six and drawn the other two. Uh, Palace have won two and lost four. Uh, on home form, uh, Palace played six, won three. On away form, Newcastle uh, are second in the division on away form. Again, uh, can you see Palace winning? No, I can't. Um, Newcastle are impressive. Um, whether you like how it's come about for Newcastle or not is neither here nor there. You have to be impressed with the job Eddie Howe's done. It's amazing what you do when you are positive about your players and get the best, try to get the best out of them and how it works for you and pays instant dividends. It's almost like a team won a league with that mentality with players that weren't considered good enough. But anyway, um, but yeah, I can't see Crystal Palace getting out of this one. This would probably normally be a close encounter over the last few seasons for the way these two teams have been used to football until recently. And I think Newcastle are going to win this 3-0. 3-0. Well, 
Well, I had just written mine down before you said that. Um, because, yeah, like you say, a lot of the games, like the nil-nils, one-nils uh, and two-ones, but it is a different Newcastle we're looking at now. And I've gone three-nil Newcastle as well. Um, so I agreed with you, Brad. Geordie uh, says Bruce wouldn't even talk to, long to the long samples at training. And Sean came back from an injury and how always liked Sean's work rate. He's definitely improved him. It's funny that, isn't it? When you get a good manager that comes in and actually improves the players that you've already got. Hmm. Hmm. What team could do with one of those? Um, 1-0 to Newcastle, says David. Charles says... Um, let me know which which way you are, Char, please. I don't want to sort of upset you. 2-0 uh, to Newcastle. Newcastle are just without a doubt an incredible side. Yes, they are. Uh, you know, everybody says about, um, you know, Sean Dyche and all, you know, he, he, how he played with, you know, the, you know, Burnley and he wouldn't do good, at, 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 you know, with money in a top side. And yet look at Eddie Howe. You know, he's gone from Bournemouth... Oh, you know, mid-table if they were lucky, but he's he's really running with it at Newcastle. 3-1, says Shane. Uh, Anthony's gone 4-2. Oh, the goal fest there for, for, for the big ant. Um, Palace 1, Newcastle 2. Um, so, I think nobody's giving, nobody's giving Crystal Palace any hope at all. Um, oh, and even Nippon here, he's gone one better. Um, five three to Newcastle. Good God, <laughs> Nippon's and, gave him some, some early rugby scores over here. I tell, tell you, mate, I tell you, put that whatever, you, whatever you're smoking or drinking, stop it, Nippon. <laughs> You'll only regret it in the morning. Um, and Charlie's Charlie. So good evening and welcome along to the channel, Charlie. Nice to have you with us. Um, so that's the Saturday games. Uh, Palace Newcastle, of course, will be on Sky 5.30 on the Saturday. Um, Leeds-Brentford, which is on the telly on the Sunday. It's the uh, two o'clock kickoff. Uh, Leeds have won two of the last six, same as Brentford, and they've drawn two out of six as well. Um, Brentford sat in eighth, Leeds in 15th. It was it's all gone wrong for Leeds, hasn't it? It was going well for a while, but I can't see Leeds getting anything from this. I've, I've got them slipping into the relegation zone by the end of the season. I'm going to go opposite, mate. I'm going to think, uh, I think they're going to burst Brentford, Brentford's bubble. Wow, uh, I, don't, I don't think they're going to, you know, go on a massive run, but. They've got to pick a game up here and there, and I think um, they'll be up for it because it's Brentford and the way Brentford are playing. They need they need to be firing on all cylinders, which I think they will. So I can see them winning uh, 2-1. 2-1, wow. Can I just say, um, it's finished, and it finished Wigan 1, Luton 2. Um, oh, wow. I wonder where Colo uh, learned to go ahead and then throw it away. <laughs> Don't know where he might have picked those yeah. tactics up from. Did, did Boris Green hold on against Birmingham? No, Birmingham won 2 1. Oh, boring. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, Leeds are going to get a win there, which won't do Leicester any favours. Um, can you see that happening, uh, Brad? 
<laughs> no, no, I can't. No, it's Leeds. The fucking manager's shit. Oh, it's just, it's just no. Say what just, you mean, Brad. Don't hold back. Oh, well, when you put it like that, definitely not. Definitely not. Oh, no, behave. <laughs> Never. Um, but no, Brentford, a lot of people may have looked at Brentford and predicted them to either shockingly go down or just about stay up and maybe gone that they're going to get second season syndrome. But they're proving everybody wrong. Um there's only, uh, uh, you know, there's probably not many people that would have bet on that unless it lands Ivan Tony, allegedly. Um, <laughs> they're, doing, they're, doing, they're doing very well, and I, for one, hope it continues. Um, and I'm going to go for a nice, comfortable 2 0 Brentford win. 2 0 to Brentford. Well, so you've gone 2 0 to Brentford. Uh, Steve went 2 1 to Lee. I don't believe it. <laughs> no, I don't, Steve. I'm sorry, mate. Um, let's have a look at this one. I mean, I just don't know. I said the wheels have come off. I thought, I thought, well, every, it was the bookies' favourites to get sacked, wasn't he, Jesse Marsh? And then he beat Liverpool, went on a bit of a run. Um, mm. Form-wise, Brentford, I mean, they've, they've, they've won one in six. Um, that was sort of six games ago. Um, at home, Leeds uh, have only won one, drawn two. Away, Brentford have won two, drawn two, lost two. I kind of agree with you, really, um, Brad. Hmm. But you know what? I'm going to go. I'm going to go two nil as well. I was going to go three, but uh, I think you're right with two nil there. Uh, Anthony's gone a three two to um, to the mighty bees. Um, Bristol City beat Birmingham four two on Saturday. Bloody hell! But Birmingham are bad, aren't they? Two <laughs> 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 Brentford one says Geordie. Wow. Okay. Um, Sorry, tomorrow Palace play Man United, which won't help them very much. Um, Leeds 1, Brentford 2, says Shane. Charlie says, I can only see this going one way, and that's 2-0 to Brentford, agreeing with us. Uh, I say Anthony's gone 3-2 to Brentford. Um, so, we are down to the other 2 o'clock game on Sunday that isn't on uh, TV. Man City Wolves. Um, Man City, of course, faced Tottenham midweek. Uh, you know, the last six games, Manchester City have won five of them, scoring 18 goals. Uh, Wolves have managed to win one, but it is going right back to 2019. Uh, as you can see there, Manchester City sitting in second. Wolves um, sitting in 16th. You know, the last four games since the World Cup, they've won, lost, drawn, won. So they are improving, Steve. But surely this is a step too far for them. Well, what I've seen tonight against Liverpool, what I've, you know, most of them, I think they were shocking. Um, I can't see them scoring from anywhere. If they do, like, it's going to be a one nil But no, I can't see anything. But I can see a high-scoring game, yeah. 
for uh, Man City, and I think it's going to be 4 0. Oh, wow. Wow. Okay, 4 0. All to Haaland. <laughs> no, I think, uh, I think, you know, you're going to see um, some different goal scorers on, uh, on, on in this game. Talk, talking of uh, ex Manchester City goal scorers, I believe Sterling might be up for sale from Chelsea. That lasted well, didn't it? <laughs> wow, already. Pretty hell. Brad, I've, I've put my score in, um, which I'm a little bit worried about because I've just seen it's the same as Anthony's. <laughs> which oh, way well, are you going to go? I mean, Steve's pretty much hitting the nail on the head. It, there is that slight feeling that Wolves could just come up to this game and nick it 1 0 because they've suddenly found a bit of form themselves. You know, one defeat in the last four games shows they found some form that they looked a million miles off themselves. Well, look at the form table there. I mean, they're only three places behind Man City. Yeah. Uh, the thing is, it's one of them where you kind of just, this is what you call your safe bet, don't you? This is why you're not expecting to let you down. If you if you're doing it, and yeah. I'm I'm just going to say that Man City, I don't think they'll cruise it four nil, but I think they should win this, and I'm going two nil to Man City. You're going two nil to Man City, right? Um, yeah, it's one of those, you know, when we played the long ball, and um, you had to pick one that was like a banker, and you got extra yeah. That that feels like this. That this feels like. Maybe I should have introduced that at the start of the season that we had a banking game. But I do feel like this is it. I've gone 3-0 to Man City. I can't see anything other. Uh, and especially if Spurs do manage to get something off them um, uh, or tomorrow, no, Thursday night. Um, but two home games. I was going to say they have the crowd behind them, but in the case of what crowd, isn't it? But I've gone 3-0. Uh Charlie has gone 4-1 to City. I think City will dominate. I think you're quite right, Charlie. Uh, Manchester City 2, Wolves 1, says Shane. Um, Anthony's gone 3-0, like I say, Man City. Um, and Anthony says, I'm top on Dan's prediction show, not being smug, mate. If you if you go to if you go to Dan's prediction show and you're not on you're not above him, there's something wrong with you. <laughs> Man City four Wolves one says Geordie. Wow, some high scoring games there. Uh, Charlie, just to say by the way, mate, um, on Thursday at nine o'clock we are doing the match preview for Brighton versus um, Leicester uh, at the King Power, where we will have a Brighton fan on there. So tune in for that. Right, the last game. Yeah. Can I just say that I think I've had a lot of banker results this year. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think. Well, I think it's banker. You said. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nice one! That's getting clipped. <laughs> <laughs> Let me take a note of the time: one sixteen. <laughs> Ah <laughs> uh, dear, I don't know. Hang on, I've got a present for you here, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> don't ask why I've got those next to the computer. I've got a toilet roll down here, but I'm not going to tell you about that. <laughs> <laughs> nice one, Charlie. Nice one, mate. Right, so Arsenal. Um, Man United, once again, it's the last game. Once again, it's on telly. Once again, it's Sunday at 4.30. 
Uh, in the last six games, Arsenal have won three. Manchester United have won two. Scoring nine goals, um, Arsenal. United, seven. But look at those cards. 12 yellows for Arsenal. 14 yellow for Man United. I think that's a bet you would take. And as we always say, don't um, when the fun stops, stop children when it comes to betting but i mean looking at that i think the obvious thing is that yep yeah, there's going to be a yellow card steve yeah i can see somebody going as well you know the way they are but i think this has got a, a desmond all over it i think the two teams are going to go for it so um yeah i'm going to go for a 2-2 draw you're going to go for a 2-2 okay um Brad? It's funny Steve says that because um, just like I did, I think, the first game, the last game, I'm completely agreeing with him. I haven't said Desmond, I haven't said Des predicted Desmond all the way through, but these teams, begrudgingly or not, you know, they're playing good football. Arsenal are clear at the top right now. Um, Man, Man United are a great one of form. They've just stumbled Man City's um, season a bit more. Uh, and now Man City are looking at Manchester United to do them some form of favour. And I, I I can't pick between them. So, yeah, I think it'd be high score and I'm going to predict me one and only Desmond for the weekend. Right. Well, um, let's have a look at the uh, form. Um, so we do know... Oops, that's Brentford. We've done that one. Uh, we do know that Manchester City aren't in the best. Uh, I'm doing Manchester City. It's given me the wrong game. Here we go. <laughs> Arsenal, Manchester United. Um, we do know. Um, well, Arsenal are top of the form table, but Manchester United are second. <laughs> Literally, uh, in the last six, you know, they, they've lost one. Have Manchester United? <laughs> Arsenal have drawn one. Bless you. Um, although that's usually what that's your thing to say isn't it um <laughs> at home uh arsenal won five drawn one haven't lost yet in the last six away united have won three drawn one but they are they are going so well and get i don't think we've ever this has ever happened before guys um i'm agreeing with you too as well i'm going for a desmond and uh, we've got a full house of two twos. Wow. Wow, that's for a different show discussion. But that, is. that's definitely never happened before. They're all of us going for the same draw. Yeah. And, of course, I mean, that is, you know, when, when we do our show on ballet, there'll be plenty oh, of two that, won't there? Starring. Starring. Hey, come on. Come on. <laughs> it's been a long time coming, but the first joke of the show there, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, David, go. Thanks a lot, David. Cheers for popping in, buddy. Uh, Shane has gone three-three um, game of the season. Uh, Anthony's gone Arsenal two, Man United two. Very after balls up this game too. Ooh, bitter, bitter, Anthony. Uh, David has gone. Uh, oh, City. Oh, United one, Arsenal one, and he's gone for a draw. Uh, just edging out Man United. Charlie's gone for a 3-2 to Arsenal. Um, and Geordie has gone 3-1 to, uh, to to Arsenal. 
I think this could. I mean, you know, let's say Manchester City don't get the results they want against Tottenham, uh, or I mean, I think they'll get Wolves. But I think if Tottenham beat them and and, and Arsenal beat Man United, I think it, it, it's Arsenal's title, isn't it, Steve? I think so. You know, the way things are going, you know, uh, with all the teams dropping the points, I'd like to say that Newcastle is going to give them a run. Um, but I, I, don't, I hate to say, but I can't. You know, it's one of them seasons where the form of teams like Man City, like Liverpool, Arsenal are in the in the in the seat now, and you know, it, it's theirs to lose. That's what mm. I say. If they do lose it, it's, it's going to be their own fault. Right. And there is another... There is a game on the... Um, I'm just trying to... Tangy, oh, it won't show me, but there is a game, uh, gentlemen, on the Monday, which is Fulham hosting Spurs. Eight o'clock on the Monday night, obviously Sky, uh, live from Craven Cottage. Um don't know why that one's not coming up, but let me just go through this. Uh, Spurs, obviously, in fifth. Fulham in sixth, so it's a real London derby, this one. Uh, in the last meetings, Tottenham have won them both, 2-1 and 1-0. Um, I think they had to come back from 1-0 down against Fulham to get that one. Uh, Fulham's results, uh, lost to Newcastle, beat Chelsea, beat some East Midlands team. Uh, beat Southampton and beat Crystal Palace. Spurs lost to Arsenal, beat Crystal Palace, lost to Villa, drew with Brentford and beat Leeds 4-3 after from behind. Which way do you see this last game going, Steve? 3-1 for them. <laughs> hey, we've, we've got him back. We've definitely 100%. Got, not yeah. only has he gone for the uh, reverse psychology with Leicester, he's just gone straight for the kicking, uh, kicking Tottenham between the legs. And why not? And why not? So, sorry, did you say 3-1 to Fulham? 3-1, yeah. Kane's going to get a boxy goal and uh, too late. Kane will get a boxy goal. What a, sh- what a shame that Haaland's here and he won't get the golden boot again, eh? Yeah, good. <laughs> <laughs> Brad? Well, I I actually uh, think Steve's being nice because I actually had this because uh, I I I'm going one less for Spurs. I'm knocking their goal off. I don't even think they're going to score. I think Fulham are going to win this three nil. I think you're being nice, Steve. You're being too nice of them. It's just Kane. Now he always gets a poxy goal, doesn't he? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, he does. He does. Um... It's funny, isn't it? When he gets that poxy goal for England, I love it. When he gets it for Spurs, it's about who they're playing. <laughs> just, yeah. It just winds me up. Um, I don't know. Right, I'm going to be different. I am going to go... I'm going to go 2-1, but to, to Tottenham. Never liked you anyway, Chris. Sorry? What? But I didn't say never liked you anyway. Didn't say anything. <laughs> I think you ought to press one of your jingles. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'll come in. 
let me find, let me find um, this. There we go, then. I don't know, it's so difficult not to look smug at this point. Oh, <laughs> <obviously>. <laughs> I don't think that's the one you mean, is it? No. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, Bugs there agrees with you. Uh, I know I've gone for a Forest win and a Tottenham win, all in the same uh, in the same show. But uh, some in- oh, what did Anthony go for on the last one? Let's just get the last um, few comments in. Uh, Jordy's gone two 0 to Fulham. Um, Kane will probably get a pen, says Charlie. Quite right, I think he could do another Desmond, says Shane. Uh, Anthony's gone two one to Fulham, so I'm on my I'm on my own son. Nobody's agreeing with me that Tottenham are going to get something from this. Um, but uh, And 2-1 to Fulham, says Charlie. Uh, Anthony, quick question for you here, Steve, before you go. Um, who was your favourite player at Leicester and why? I presume he means when you were there, I'm guessing. When I went... Oh, God, that's hard one, to be honest, because there was quite a few. Um, I think Andy Peake. And you put a cracking. And, I think uh, he was underestimated, wasn't he? He was, yeah. And like I say, he got a great right foot. Um, there's, you know, there's, there's a lot for us. I think Andy Peake was, like you say, one of the unsung heroes, and mm. he was a, a cracking player, a cracking midfield player. Do you remember him, Brad? Nope. Okay. I can't profess that. <laughs> <Yeah, no, no. laughs> I don't. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to me, um, you, I agree with you there. He, he, like I say, he was uh, to me was an unsung hero. But I think very much the Andy King of his day. Would you say? I think so. Yeah, there was, you know, there was a lot of characters in different ways. You know, you, you had Young who was a leader. Um, you had Lineker, you know, scoring the goals, having scoring the goals. Mark Wallington in goal. Uh, you know, you can go through you can go through quite a few Kevin McDonald. Um but you know, um like you say you could put Ian Wilson close to Andy Peak. You know, they were the midfield um maestros and they didn't get as enough recognition as they should have got. Yeah. Yeah. Steve, thank you so very much. Um this is gonna be an interesting one. We'll see how this one goes. Uh I will see you next week, sir. And good luck. And don't forget, guys, keep a lookout. You'll hear it here. Uh, first, hopefully, about Steve's range of clothing, Foxy 7. Got it for the ladies. So if there's any Arsenal fans watching, yeah, we're not forgetting you. Uh, <laughs> it, uh, it'll be coming out and we'll be telling you all about it once they go on sale. Steve, mate, thank you so much, as always, for giving up your time and coming on. Really do appreciate yep. it. And take care, mate. Yeah, I should hit 100 points this week. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hang on. Now, that, that gets a, <laughs> that gets a comment. <laughs> you are the weakest link. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye, Steve. All the best, mate. Yeah. Take care. Yeah, see you guys. Cheers. Bye-bye. Oh, thanks to Steve there. Oh, great laugh. Great laugh. I've forgotten I'd got that one, actually. That was uh, happy. <laughs> um, oh, come on. I'm five points behind you, Brad. I'm closing in on you. You can feel me breath on your neck. Well, Yeah, it's all, it's, it's all Anthony's fault. <laughs> yeah, 
Hey, come I'll, on, he I'll... got you the best points that you've ever got in a week. Yeah, I've got 60. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Well, we'll see, won't we? Because Anthony's put his votes in as well. Yeah, um, we'll, we'll see. I think it's gone to his head a little bit. Some of his scores were a little bit eccentric now. I think with his three twos and his. Well, Nippon was a bit like that. Brad's daily. He's been a Leicester fan for six years, three months, one week, two days, and 13 minutes, four seconds. Cheeky get. Oh, I think he wants an Arsenal daily, doesn't he? I think he's asking for an Arsenal I think daily. he is, you know, Chris. Suddenly, I think he is. You know. Problem is, I don't have I don't have it handy, I don't think, he says. Let me just have a look. Because we might not be able I, to do it for much longer. I, I've, I've heard it's been so long that it now just gets registered as an error code on Google. <laughs> well, if you do search the Emirates Stadium on Google, they have got a time capsule buried there. And I believe that that has got their last uh, last cup in. Um, whether that's true or not, obviously, you know, it might just be a rumour. Who knows? Um, I don't think I'm going to have this handy. Um, um, no, I thought I thought I'd got it handy, but I haven't. Uh, it was getting boring, wasn't it? All with the Arsenal, it was just growing every week and every show. You know. Um, Oh, it's a shame. I must, I must find it. I must find it sometime. Anyway, sir, um, you're back tomorrow night on your channel. Tell us where they can find you, what you're doing. Uh, yeah, oh, you've gone very quiet, muffled, mate. Is that better? Better. That's better. Yeah, I'll do the top ten battles. It's the first one of season two. The topic choice is movies. Uh, it will be um, comedy movies starting off. It'll be my two usual co-hosts with me, Dan, the Burnley fan from Turf Moor House TV. I'm sure you know everyone here. Chris's adopted son. And uh, the man who's setting down the marker with me in the comments, Anthony, they'll be taking each other on, giving me their top 10 all-time um, comedy movies. If I can remember what I've organised, that would help, wouldn't it? So if you want to join in with that, give me your top 10s. Come check it out tomorrow. Okay, and we'll finish just about with this. The Daily Trophy. Arsenal fans, it's been 18 years, 247 days, 5 hours, 51 minutes and 22 seconds since you last won the Premier League. Oh, my kids are almost as old as that. Brad, thanks very much, mate. I will see you on Thursday, on Friday when we'll be doing the yeah. mid-season review. All yeah, I'll see you Friday, mate. Take care. Thanks very much. I'd say good Cheers. luck with it, but of course I wouldn't mean it. That's <laughs> very true. Same to you too, mate. <laughs> Take care, buddy. Thanks very much. Take care, mate. Cheers. Bye-bye. Uh, thanks to Brad there. His link, as always, is in the description below on YouTube. Um... What have we got coming up next, I hear you say? What have we got coming up next, Chris? Well, funny you should ask. Coming up next on Leicester Till I Die TV. It's a new show for Wednesdays at 9 o'clock. Myself and Dave, forward slash Harry, um, are going to be bringing you this uh, every other Wednesday, possibly. And it's the um, it's called Memory Lane, and we're... 
some of the bad times under Leicester City and asking, is this really the worst of times for Leicester? Pleat, Taylor, McClintock. <sighs> Unfortunately, I'm scarred for life because I remember them and so does Dave. Um, too bloody long for me. <laughs> You're going to win it this season, mate. You're going to win it this season, I'm sure. If you don't, well, you'll be doing a Tottenham, won't you? Thanks so much, guys. Thanks to everybody that's been watching. Thanks also to everybody who's been listening on the podcast. Over 42,000 downloads last year on the podcast. Still can't get my head around that. Will Leicester make a signing in the next two weeks? It's unlikely. Good night. Thanks for watching Lester Till I Die. This is Chris saying goodbye and see you next time. for watching these videos are tremendous you'd better like them too or i'll be back lester till i die tv they think it's all over it is sports social podcast network it's the 90th minute all your mates around you've got your mcnugget share boxes ready to go your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget snatching all three points perfect Automate delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.